Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I am Stuart Roberts and I'm really excited to introduce my new podcast, Hear Me, See Me. It's just over five years ago. I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people, some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. I'd had this idea after being inspired by a guy in America I'd seen cutting hair on the streets and seeing the difference it made to the guys who were there. This is more than a job. This is a calling. Hello? Hello, we are. Here we are. Hello, this is Stuart from the Hear Me See Me podcast. And I'm with our wonderful ambassador, <laughs> Lena Hindi. <laughs> hello, Lena. Oh, God, hello. Oh, well. Um, hello. <laughs> is that how we feel? <laughs> That's how we feel this morning. No, no, it's good. It's good. Just early... I've I've uh, sneaked downstairs and hidden in a broom. I believe you've done the same. Well, I, do, I live in a bungalow, but I've still done the same. I've creeped off. And you've down the hallway. <laughs> yeah, I've. Uh, I mean, we thought we was at uni, so I'm in a I'm in a bedroom. Seems a bit weird. <laughs> it's all a bit weird right now. Yeah, what well, isn't weird? How are you coping? Yeah, I mean, I think most people would say. They want company, whereas I'd like... I mean, I've got two young kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to the loo yesterday and thought, this is going to buy me, you know, 10 minutes of solitude. <laughs> but but no. Mm-hmm. My daughter opened the door as soon as I sat down and went, can I be the puppy and you be the... And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yep. So I'm suffering from the opposite of loneliness right now. Right. I'm on overload. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I bet a lot of people are. Yeah. Yeah. I've spoken to a lot of people recently, and um, it varies degrees. I spoke to someone yesterday, and... uh, they're quite an uh, insular person, and she she said that she even had guilt that she was quite enjoying the solitude. <laughs> so you can't yeah. win, can you? She's, <laughs> I bet a lot of people are as well. Actually, it's probably yeah. their dream. Yeah, yeah. Literally, she was saying she got feel so guilty because I'm I'm really enjoying my time on my own. <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> we all need a little bit of that sometimes. No, yeah, I like it in small doses, but I'm very tactile, so... I know you are. <laughs> you, like, you like a hug. Oh, I do. Like, I don't know, it's like food for the soul, isn't it? And, it, yeah. you know, all my guys and that, you know, we... I'm really, really missing it. You know, I'm really missing them. Um, I, you know, it, it's it's... A unique situation. Um, the thing is, there's a lot of fear in the world at the moment, and because um, fears, everyone, everyone has everyday fears, but this is like an unknown one, isn't it? Because 
no one knows this in our lifetime, you know, of, of, of a unique situation like this. Yeah. So it, it's throwing people's um, sort of awareness around, you know, they don't, like, when, when your government doesn't know, mind you, it's questionable that they ever know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, it, it, no one knows how to react, I think. That is just the thing with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the unknownness of it all. And I, I think I was laying there this morning, not this morning because I just woke up, but I think my last thought when I went to bed was, I guess, as always, when you're when there's some sort of crisis, is that we all put our trust in a body that we don't really know. Do you know what I mean? And I was laying there yeah. thinking, are they asking the right questions? Yeah. I'm sure some some people are, and I, you know, and we just sit there, don't we? It's like I just hope this has made politicians, people in power, wake up to the climate problem. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because we're just getting a little bit of a taste of everything we feared. I think that's also what it is. Yeah. When we used to be like, oh, imagine there's a zombie apocalypse, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, you know, it's happening, isn't it? Well, yeah. I, um, about, I've not been for, I think the last time I went to the supermarket was last mm-hmm. Thursday. But my mum's 83 and she's on her own. Yeah. And um, I, I went to the supermarket and um, I got all gloved up and stuff. And uh, I have... So I'm not a fearful person generally. I'm pretty all right. Like, I nearly had a panic, a panic attack. I was going to run out of there. Why? Well, it, just, it just felt. It just felt so weird. You yeah. know, it, it, it well, well, I think the weird thing was on that day for some there wasn't many people in there. And it's a great big supermarket. Not many people. People had masks and gloves, and it. I watched too many zombie films when I was a kid. <laughs> it was like Dawn of the Dead, the old one in the supermarket, in the in in shopping mall. In the mall, yeah. Yeah, in the mall. I loved that. I watched that 20 times, I think. And it, it just, it had this surreal feeling of, of, you know, and then it was that fear that it's in the air. I thought, oh, God, it's in the air, it's in the air. <laughs> it gave yourself a slap and got me my mother's like, you know, because it's like, what are you doing? But, yeah. Screw that! I'm online all the way if I can now. You know, or just and, and I think, all right, let's go positive. Isn't it teaching us what we don't need? Totally. <laughs> That's scary, isn't it? Although I have to say, I've been, I've, I've done some Amazon ordering. Yeah. Uh, and then you feel guilty about that because I'm like, then a man. It's coming in his car because he needs his job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then, but um, we're doing what we do, aren't we? You know, like you. I think we have to. I think we have to sort of be careful of that because we're trapped, and it's yeah. a release. And it's as long as we need, as long as we need stuff, and it's it's we're going to need stuff. We're going to need stuff to carry on doing what we're doing. We're trying to create, be creative, do stuff from home. I'm trying to get, keep this going and, um, yeah. you know. But no, I, I don't chat with one of my youngest daughter, you know, because she's, she's sort of 
buy stuff, you know, out of the, off the shops. And I'm saying, but do you really need that at the moment? I think it's flip-flops. I think, <laughs> do you really need flip-flops? Right? She's preparing for that summer holiday <laughs> that we won't be having. But she's probably got about 10 pairs of shoes. You know, like, you know, like, if they don't fit, you've got to, you've got to take them back. We've got, you know, yeah. just get what you need at the moment, you know. Then she said, oh, you're so miserable. <laughs> You and your flip-flop ban. <laughs> yeah, I'm banning flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> I know, listen, I brought, I've had to buy a, buy a, I can't speak, a, an eyebrow dye kick. So I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these, I've got to keep these in check, these bad boys, during this class. Oh, right. What colour are they, then? <laughs> Well, I just like I just like a I like a dyed brow stew. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. It frames the face of an aging lady. Oh, uh, that's a top tip. You've well, you brought the thing as well. You you, you brought out is this big thing at the moment. There's a massive thing in the hairdressing industry. That's oh, great. Which I love about show us your roots. Yes. Um, you know, show us your roots. Stay loyal to your hairdresser. Um, I do get it because the uh, hairdressing industry just stops overnight and they're very fearful of their businesses and their livelihood. No, no, um, all of that, all of that, all these people with their fucking jobs, it's like... Yeah. I, I, we need provision for all of that financially from our yeah. brilliant uh, government. Well, it's a lesson, isn't it? It's a lesson mm-hmm. for the future, another lesson that we're going to get is that there must be reserves, there must be, you know, um, there must be provisions, because this, you know, if it's happened once, it can happen again. Um, you know, uh, you know, I'm glad they're doing something for the self-employed, finally, um, when it comes to June. I mean, most people can wait, but there's people out there... I've got like we've got so many volunteers and they come from all walks of life and, but some of my volunteers take the there's a time out to volunteer and I know their circumstance they're like single mums um, one girl I'm thinking of straight away she's a single mum she cuts hair for us once a month she's an Uber driver you know like yeah she, she's you know People are really, really going to struggle, you know, if they if they can't get the basics. It's um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's keep this positive. What about our nurses? What about our nurses? Oh, and our doctors that, and our and porters. And that, yeah, yeah. My sister-in-law is a porter. She's she working all hours, God sent. My yeah. God. She's she's sixty. I've been not say. I've been not say that she's sixty six. <laughs> no, say it, say it. People need to know. See, yeah. that's the thing. I don't think you know. I'm because I. I was speaking to my doctor mate yesterday, um, and you know we're all holed up, aren't we? Kind of a lot of us grumbling about it. I am, you know, on a day to day. Have those odd moments where you're like, oh, what the fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've never done as much trampolining in my life. Uh, <laughs> Just had a vision. Right? You would be so, made eyebrows jumping up and down. 
just thinking, my pelvic floor is going to be amazing after this. Pelvic floor leads me straight to nurses. Um, yeah, and she was just saying, you know, the the sort of mental scarring that's going to be left because like you just said none of us were prepared we all read about these things sort of in fantasy and watched movies mm. and we were holed up in our houses kind of going oh my god I can't I couldn't eat another fucking soup <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you paid me but um, we're so lucky yeah sort of having this enforced rest and time to you know, yeah. I mean, those of us, like you just said, those of us that are lucky enough to be comfortable enough to find some peace in it. But there are people out there, our doctors and nurses and porters and cleaners and drivers that are, you know, 24-7 putting themselves at risk. And mm. I also think there's that thing that's happening right now when no one's really telling us how fucking dangerous it is, this virus, really, or no one, we're not really hearing it. And, um, that it doesn't, I don't know, I don't, I, I, it's like that thing that changes every day, the information, so you're quite, I think that's why people are scared too, because I think for a few weeks we were thinking, well, it won't affect me because I'm, you know, 40 odd and pretty healthy. Yeah. But, it does mm. not. It does <laughs> not discriminate, does it? No. no. Uh, I did it the weekend. My my mum's um, gentleman friend. Um, oh, hello, mum. Uh, yeah, mum's gentleman friend. He's. Uh, I mean, mum's eighty-three. I think he's about eighty-five. That's amazing. She's, Come on. She's, yeah, she's she's been with him. Like he's been her friend. Like my dad died about. 14 years ago, so it's about 10 years she's been like friendly with him, and um, and it's lovely that she's got someone, um, you know, take her shopping and stuff like that. And yeah. he got took in, but they both live alone, they both still got live alone. Um, yeah. and he got took in on Sunday, and um, he's we he was unwell, and it just, I just thought, oh my god, I think, you yeah, know, he was a bit like. The thing is, they're a bit belligerent sometimes, and they're, they're, you know, they're, they're so yeah, their routine is so important. So he was still walking out to get his paper every day and things like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, he he's, he's, he got took in, and then we didn't know what hospital he'd been taken to. Um, we figured it out, found out where he was. We couldn't visit. My mum obviously is really worried about it. I think he spent the first twelve, fourteen hours on a trolley. Um, and with pneumonia, so he was in agony. They got him on a ward, and then yesterday, or the day before, no, Tuesday, they they um, sent him home. He was still very, very ill. And right. the doctor said to him, he said, oh, I feel really ill to be going home. He said, oh, honestly, mate, you're better, you're better off at home. <laughs> and... And they found him yesterday lunchtime. I said, uh, he said, how are you feeling? And he said, I feel really rough. They said, well, unfortunately, you have got the virus. It's 
has got it. just come back, yeah, yeah. So he's got the virus and he's living on his own. We, we, no one can visit him. Uh, we can get provisions to the door, but he's so weak, you know. So this is the, you know, and then, then we're racking our brains. How long ago did he visit my mum? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the thought of, and I'm not, this is a not at all anything against the NHS because purely they can't cope but the thought of your love like an elderly relative going in and not just being on their own yeah. that's the thing of it isn't it it's not being able yeah. to visit them and, and things like that and when you actually hear of someone who you know it really brings it home yeah. the, the seriousness of it you know that the, um, did you know what was weird right what was your turning point when you knew it, it was weird, it was like serious? Um, well, I took my kids out of school like a week before they closed it because I was thinking this is just all a bit fucking weird. Right. Um, and then we kind of had a week and then it was like that. It was the weekend where they said we're going to go into lockdown that I sort of yeah. thought, okay, because I... I guess, you know, complacency and all that, um, which I have to say is, <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I'll be ever be feel complacent about anything no. ever again. No. no. Uh, yeah, so that weekend we drove, we came up to Yorkshire because I got out of the house in Yorkshire. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and we've just been in the house and I've been to the little farm shop. Yeah. To get stuff where they've sort of gridded off the floor and put yeah. big perspex barriers on all the tills for the staff and everything. Um, yeah, so everyone's pretty respectful of the distance, yeah. and you know. But here's the thing, man: is because we because we don't know if we've had it or no. it's in us. You, I constantly think, fuck. I hope I'm not out here. You know, I kind of try not to breathe when I'm out, honestly. I know. You know I know. Because I think I don't want to give it to somebody if I've had it, if I've got it, whatever. Yeah. I was going to say, like, my bit, my one was, Boris announced it on the Sunday, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is it. This is really serious. And then Monday, they announced McDonald's was closing. <laughs> and I thought, fuck. It's really serious. I'm not even a big McDonald's. I don't even have lots of it. You know what I mean? But it was that thing that fucking hell. (laughs) That giant Mackie D's. Yeah, it's really weird, isn't it? The things, you know. And I I think, oh my god. And when when they done that, uh, when they started to open up the Nightingale, get turned into the XL, which I, I thought is a brilliant idea. You know, to see it in, you know, like, what a great, I mean, it's going to be awful if they're in there, but what a bit of ingenuity, you know, we've got this massive space. But then you think, with these things happening, why aren't some of these things happening anyway? You know, what, the, yeah. why does it take this to bring out all the ingenuity and the creation and, the, you know, by people putting together? But that's, that's life, I suppose, isn't it? That's life. It's a bit like me going, oh, I'm going to read all these books and I've not read a fucking one. Because <laughs> I just yeah. look at my phone like an idiot. 
If I'm not trampolining. Yeah, trampolining. <laughs> <laughs> Working on your pelvic floor yeah. with your nutty eyebrows. <laughs> I believe they call them uh, dusty in your business. All oh, right. Yes. <laughs> Fuck you now. Um, uh, no, you're right. You're right. But maybe I don't know. Maybe this will kickstart. Please God. A greater vision. Yes. Yes. For people and people that are, you know, people that are in need. Yeah. I mean, more than of more than they get. Yeah. Look, you know, look at your your homeless. <laughs> Family. Mm. How the fuck are they dealing with it? I've been. Oh, well, I've been in touch with all the centres. Um, firstly, like the volunteer family, um, they've. It's been amazing that we've got this. You know, we've got sixty-eight groups, six hundred volunteers, um, yeah. and they're like we've got all these WhatsApp groups per group and the team leader and I'm because I'm, I'm on them all I see them and, and they're all supporting each other it's these like little hubs of people keeping in touch real checking on each other so that's a yeah. beautiful thing yeah. um, I've been in touch with all you know as many of the centres I can um, some have closed temporarily um, some are open but they're sort of what the guys are going to miss is the is, is the um, camaraderie, yeah, because they're offering a service, but they're not in and sitting and eating amongst each other. Yeah. It's like a backdoor service, so the ones that are operational are just handing out at the door, you know. Yeah. Um, so even things from uh, the best I can make out, a lot of people have been uh, housed or accommodable. I won't say housed; they've been accommodated. Right now. Um, knowing the guys as I do, uh, some won't be able to cope because they cannot cope inside. Yeah. You know, so there's going to be, it's not going to, none of this is going to be a perfect solution because you're not dealing with a perfect problem. Yeah, I was going to say none of it's, none of it's going to be. None, yeah, you're not going to get a solution. solution. Yeah. No. No, it's going to be a bit of, uh, like, I know I'm going to go back out there and I would have, I would have lost people. And um, these are people that um, I've grown to know over the last five, five yeah. and a half years. I've seen these guys I'm more than I've seen them. Well, and I love them. I love them. And, I, and I've, I've seen them more than I've seen members of my family, you know. Um, I see them month in, month out. Uh, you, you hope you don't. You know, you hope one day they're gone, you know. Like that goodwill hunting moment when he knocks on the door and he's gone. Yeah. And uh, you do pray that sometimes, but um, that doesn't, you know, often happen. Um, but it, 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 that's the thing with it. It's it, we're all going to come out of this. This has got to the stage now where we're all going to come out. We're all going to through our peripheral of. of of our people we know we're going to lose someone you know yes and that's the scary thought uh, but the the crucial thing is everyone's saying it and it's true you've got to reduce your percentages you know you're not going to wipe out any 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 uh, chance of being affected but you must reduce your, do whatever you can 
And this is the thing, you must stay at home, you must do everything you can to reduce those percentages. Stay the fuck home, you know, keep it to a minimum. There's this sort of like, you know, there, there is so much fear, but there's so much positivity. You know, I go out once a day on my walk, um, and every every day, it's almost this lovely thing, like, I make people smile at me. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like this nutter who walks around the corner. At a distance. yeah, yeah. It's this lovely, and there's sometimes there's this um, little dance people do because they don't know which way they're going to go. It's yeah. going to go off the yeah, plane, yeah, yeah. And, and it just makes me laugh, you know. Um, yeah. But there's there's generally, I think there's a lot more, there's, a, there's always so much more good than bad, isn't there? You know, like yeah. people's behaviour. Yeah, my, my, my son turned 10 last week. Uh, oh, last week. bless him, in lockdown. In fucking lockdown. Um, and and my mum and dad are up here, and obviously he was like, can I hug grandma? And I said, mm, no, not yet. I think that's a really hard thing, is telling yeah. the kids that they can't touch anyone, because as you yeah. say, touch is our lifeline, which is why what you do is so important and yeah. admirable and I just think about that I think more than anything if you've got no one to hold you makes you safe mm. that makes me feel sad for people yeah but on the sort of funny side of that you know my parents are sort of standing at the gate and they brought a bag of frozen pizzas for <laughs> Because he's been going, Mommy, can I have pizza? And I was like, I can't get any. Uh, we can try and make it, but I've got no pepperoni. I don't know. So they brought up a bag of like 10 pizzas from the co-op. Yeah. And sort of put it on the ground, stepped back like it was a bomb. And then we went and got it <laughs> and stepped back. <laughs> and then my head, I was like, this is actually happening. Like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> that, that, that day uh, last week when I dropped the stuff to my mum and she uh, I said right and I found her before and I said right I can't come in um, and I said you've got to open the back door and I'll put it down and then I'll, I'll stand back and we can have a talk <laughs> and she opened the door and she had a tea towel over and then she tossed her tortoise, so I'm, I'm, I went down the garden looking for the tortoise, and she followed me out to talk to me, and she still had this tea towel on the base in the middle of the garden. I said, Mum, <laughs> you're all right now, love. You don't need, to, don't need to have your tea towel on your face. It's a little safe. Also, can we just talk about the fact she's got a tortoise? You sort of skipped over that. <laughs> have you, you, haven't, you, did, you know, I've got a tortoise. Have you? I've, I've got a massive tortoise. All right, Steve, stop showing off. <laughs> I, can I can barely lift him. <laughs> my mum's got a little Tommy, it's called Tommy. My boy's called Tom, she called him Tommy. Uh, but we've got one called Roman, and he's uh, my daughter. We had, we've got all these animals, and my daughter's a vet nurse. So oh, nice. How big is he? He's massive. He's, he's going to be one of those huge ones. Uh, because he's only about 15 now, so he's going to grow even bigger. I'll send you a picture later. Does it live hold... outside of your tortoise? <laughs> I'll just send you a picture of me holding my tortoise, proudly, <laughs> proudly holding my tortoise. 
<laughs> Always a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's too early for daughter's talk. Sorry. We had a pig as well up until we had a pig for five years and she's just got rehomed before this all hit. And she's gone and um, we had her in a sty in the garden. Why um, did she rehome? Did she get too big? No, no. We, we rescued her because some... Someone thought it was one of these micro pigs, and it wasn't. Oh, yeah. No, um, not a lot no, of them are. No, and it could be huge, and she's lovely thing, so intelligent, but it wasn't fair being on her own. And we finally, it took us a long time because people don't want to take them in, yeah. uh, but we found a place in um, Northampton, and they had two, and one had just died, and she wanted company. And her big um, speckled one was called Margot. <laughs> so Pumba went and lived with Margot and lived happily ever after oh that's a sweet love story it's a lovely story I know I was literally looking at animals the other day thinking I've got a couple of goats <laughs> yeah do the garden <laughs> yeah well, we've got two chickens so we get fresh eggs every day that's what I was thinking or chickens and chickens like, are great am I going to be able to look after a chicken yeah of course you are they're great you just have to buy the right house because the foxes are vicious <laughs> there's nothing yeah. like coming home and sitting your chickens all over the garden no <laughs> don't want to, I don't want to do that not, not that good I'm coming for the five year old. not that I'm coming home because I'm not going anywhere Stu <laughs> oh yeah I forgot about that <laughs> I keep joking every morning I'm like yeah what have you got to do to I've got a couple I've got to go out I've got to be out by six I've got a couple of meetings <laughs> It is weird, isn't it? it, it is. It's like you've got yeah. to find find the comedy in it, otherwise you you would lose. Oh yeah, shit. Oh, I have to. Oh, I have to. That's a I bit. made bread yesterday. Did you? Yeah. What is it like? That I know everyone's making bread, aren't they? Which it sort of feels like a something that we're all sharing. Yeah. Is the joy of making our own bread. When have we ever done that as a nation? And banana bread. Oh fuck! It was like banana bread. My nemesis. That is my nemesis. I made, what did I have? I had some dried figs, so I made uh, lots of, lots of, yeah, <laughs> and I had lots of, lots of bread, and I, uh, I made um, a fig and banana bread and butter pudding. Ooh. It was rank. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bad cook. My boy went, my God, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> spat it out. <laughs> I was going to say, like a fig, a dried fig. Mm. What were you thinking? You can't put fucking dried fruit in anything. It's like a Christmas pudding. Go fuck off. <laughs> I'd rather eat a turd to a. <laughs> it's well, well, actually, that would be an upgrade. Of yeah. What I made. <laughs> shit sandwich. <laughs> it was definitely that. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, I, yeah, go on. No, let's go back because I, I didn't because we're, we're going to run out of time because your litton's going to run down and run demands of breakfast in a minute. So I didn't want to speak say, with. Get your own breakfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I'll say what you want, and they'll say yeah. I guarantee we owes. We owes. <laughs> Cocoa pops. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to talk about the the, the rest because it's a love of yours and. um like the refugees because of the, the stuff that you've been doing with Choose Love and everything like that because yeah. you know 
like as we said about homeless guys are really really suffering um, you know what have you been hearing about that with the refugees um, well sort of endless obviously as that yeah. is as, as both of our your projects my projects various mm-hmm. stuff I think you and I are both in stuff because there isn't, like you said earlier, like there's no perfect solution. It's it's an ongoing way of finding, just finding a way through that's got some humanity to it. But I've been talking to um, to the Choose Love peeps and yeah. to Rescue.org that I work with as well. Yeah, and they've all got kind of um, people on Lesbos. And obviously that is a fucking shit show right now because you've got all those people, all those people stuck in that one place in Moria, which is 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 a place like you can't even imagine. And they've just had their first case. Shit. Um, and of course, you know, there's a bare minimum of sort of medical professionals there anyway. Yeah. And no one's going to rush in because they can't. No. Uh, the local people have now lost it. They've had enough, which I understand because they're not being... There's no help. Do you know what I mean? There's no help in moving people forward. There's no help in rehoming people, in giving people asylum. They're leaving people there as a as a warning. And so the local people, you know, their businesses have all gone since 2016. Right. Um and obviously there's crime and uh, you know I know that the police go in and they cut off the electricity and water in the camps at night right um, and these people are just let you know you've let you you've, you've got a mass and I'm talking thousands of people yeah. who are all deeply suffering from PTSD and depression yeah and mental illness and hunger and loneliness and they're stuck and uh, and they're on top of each other do you know what I mean so it's like you can only imagine how that's going to spread and there are still volunteers going in like my friend Salam who was deported this year for yeah. helping pe- basically for helping people yeah and he's now in Berlin so he's, he's still got people on the ground at his peace and hope centre and they're making masks and they're making hand sanitizer. And these are people that are, you know, ill themselves and they're kind of going yeah. back into the camps, taking what they can. But, you know, a lot of people are going to die. Yeah. And that's... That's the reality. That's the reality. Mm. Um, and, you know, they are, as we know, the least cared and thought about people and I I think that's what I think every day is at the end of this whenever the end of this is Mm. maybe we will all have a greater understanding of people living on the street of people running from fucking terrifying situations and seeking a place of peace and rest Maybe we'll have a greater compassion for 
living through fear. I mean, look at us. You know, people that are able to drive and pay their rent and running to Asda and fucking madly buying shit. Like, that's what you're doing during this moment. And we're not, no one's bombing us. No one's killing our families in front of us. And we're still, you know, behaving like lunatics. Mm. So I'm hoping that at the end, we can all fucking exhale and be like, okay, I'm going to vow to move forward with a greater compassion for people and understanding. Because we've got to come out of this with something, haven't we? Well, we've got, we've got to look at this as a, a unique opportunity. Um, like, the world has paused and we all know that, like, any conscious human being knows that occasionally we have to pause when we get out of control. Yeah. So this has been forced on humanity. Um, so this is, you're never going to get an opportunity like this to not pause, reboot, reflect, and come out with some change for the good. Yeah. It has to be that. This has to have a reason, and that reason's got to be um, that we we come out better. And that in the form of caring, loving, understanding, respecting and gratitude, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're the things that we can get from this, because otherwise it's been in vain, you know. Um, I was speaking yeah, to someone... Yeah, it can't have been in vain. Yeah. And I speak to someone, you said about... Uh, Someone from South Africa I spoke to yesterday and they said that they've got a lot of, um, there's a lot of unrest there because they've got um, refugees and people that are displaced and they're in, you know, they've set up tent towns. Yeah. But they're like, they're not like individual tents, they're like sort of uh, larger ones and there's six or six to eight people in each one. And, but they're on military yeah. lockdown. So they literally got like soldiers on the streets there. So the unrest there is horrifying. Yeah. And it's what we don't think of. You know, we think, oh, we can't get baked beans. Um, and we might have to go in the ho- you know garden, hose our ass down. You know, like it ain't. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, it ain't that bad. It really is not no. bad. No. 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 So, um... We are lucky the bitches. Oh, that's the thing, and that's, that's, that's... I think it all comes back to gratitude, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, as long as we've got... As long as we're grateful, like, it's the antidote to feeling guilty. You know, don't be guilty, be grateful. Gratitude is... literally a lifesaver. Yeah. Isn't it? It's so powerful. Honestly, it's it's the basis of recovery. Like you know, yeah. like my recovery has been so important to me, um, and uh, it, it, it's based on gratitude. Yeah, you know, because it's a selfish illness, and the best way to get out of self is be grateful and uh, uh, and also to think of others. And it's such yeah. a purely practical thing you do. You know, it. it 
it works. It works because when you're feeling down and everything's against you and all of these things, you help someone else, be grateful for what you've got, and it just disappears. I, pro- I promise anyone that. Yeah. No, I, 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 I am a... You're preaching to the choir. I totally know. It's that thing when people, you know, you say, when you think you can't do anything, do something for someone else. Yeah. And it just is a massive game changer. Yeah. In the way you behave. Pay it forward. Yeah, I love that one. Did you yeah. see the film? Yes, I loved that film. I loved that. It was a long time ago. That was a really old film. Well, I know, because we're fucking old. We are old, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> We're aging like a fine wine. Like a fine wine. You're like a fine wine. I'm like a stinky cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not true, but very funny. <laughs> well, I'm a self-hate. What a great way to finish it on. <laughs> stinky cheese. <laughs> He's a he's a blue vein stinky. <laughs> Don't get personal. All right. <laughs> oh my God. darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been so. Do you know it's been so nice talking to you. Um, and you, as always. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I think yeah, that's the thing to leave it on, isn't it? You know. Be kind and love each other. That's the one we've got to do now. Um, Be kind and fucking love each other. Yeah. Don't sit in the fear of it. No. That's nothing for us. No. Just acknowledge it and move on. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Let's see. Our, what day is it today? <laughs> today is Friday. Okay. It's Friday morning, and it's 10 to 8, nearly. So the day's about to begin. Oh, God, it is, isn't it? (laughs) More trampolining ahead. Yes. I can't wait, and I'm going to send you some pictures and videos. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to send me your tortoise. I'll definitely send you my tortoise. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much for speaking to me. Oh, my God, my pleasure. Yeah, and um, uh, we will do that update. Yes, everyone stay safe. Stay the fuck at home. Stay the fuck at home. <laughs> bye, my um, darling. Bye, lovely. Just over five years ago, I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. This is more than a job, this is a calling.